0: Well, Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida and US President Joe Biden have agreed to step up bilateral cooperation on cutting edge tech such as semiconductors and AI an area where US-China competition is intensifying At uh, their talks in Hiroshima a day before the uh, G7 summit opens. Uh, the two also reaffirmed the importance of strengthening the bilateral alliance's deterrence amid China's growing military assertiveness and North Korea's missile and nuclear development programmes. There's a lot going on in Hiroshima. Uh, live on the line uh, right now is RTHK's international economics correspondent, Barry Wood. Barry, good morning. Good morning, James. Uh, thanks for joining us again on Money Talk and uh, nice to get an update from you on what is going on at the G7 summit, which really gets going properly uh, today. Uh, what are you seeing as the key things? Well, yes, look, if the rain
1: stops, then all of the leaders will go to the peace park and really come face to face with the disaster that occurred here in August 1945. So, you know prime minister kishida wants to do something about uh, the focus on nuclear disarmament whether he's going to be successful in that is another question look the meeting will actually begin with a lunch today friday in which all of the leaders will talk about the global economy they'll talk about uh, what is happening in terms of interest rates and digital currencies and vaccines and research you mentioned some of the cooperation between the Japanese and the Americans. So that's been going forward. What's been happening this morning, Friday, is all these bilateral meetings because the gathering is in a downtown hotel here. Uh, Everyone who's participating is already here. And as a result, there's opportunities for all the bilateral issues involving Europeans and Japanese etc and other participants to go forward so we're about to kick off and uh, if the rain stops there'll be a good photo opportunity on an island you know Hiroshima here in south japan is uh, very much surrounded by water and there's lots of little inlets and there'll be a beautiful photo op if the rain stops, as it is predicted
0: to do so. It sounds like, it sounds like the rain must be quite bad. You've mentioned it several times yesterday. I think the weather was quite nice, so I hope that doesn't dampen uh, things down uh, too much. Um, as we go through the weekend, what are the things that are going to happen over the weekend, uh, Barry?
1: Well, this afternoon there'll be a focus on Ukraine, so that's Friday afternoon. Mr Zelensky is going to be on a video link All of the people involved in the summit uh, know him well by now. So there's complete unity among this group of G7 people about Ukraine. And then this evening they'll talk about security, North Korea, China, nuclear disarmament, that kind of thing. But you mentioned Saturday. Saturday is when really we'll have more important bilateral meetings because you've got so many of these eight other leaders who want to get their views expressed, and that includes uh, the Indian Prime Minister, the Australian Prime Minister, the Brazilian, and importantly, the South Koreans. The South Koreans are making a big deal of a kind of making up with Japan and with the United States, so everyone wants to talk to Mr. Biden, and uh, the Indians will host the G20 meeting, you know, which you could put as a kind of rival to the G7, And Mr. Modi will be
0: talking to uh, lots of people on Saturday. But G7 possibly gets more things done, I think you were saying, yesterday, than the G20? You know, that's my view.
1: Look, G20 is very important. And and I must say, you know, both uh, these initiatives came from the Americans, although the Europeans would say that they were really the ones that got it started. The the G20 emerged after the great uh, financial crisis, the global financial crisis of 2008-9, and it broadened. Uh, the G7, and it was seen as a kind of successor, even though the G7 would continue. But the problem is, James, there are just too many people, and you've got really divergent views, and then you've got this American and European hostility towards Russia, and you know, so how does China navigate through that? How does India navigate South Africa? So it's become a less important group than it was five to ten years ago. The G7, on the other hand, like-minded democracies, they're very proud of that fact that uh, they get things done and they're dominant in the global economy.
0: A few years ago, in fact, it was the G8 because Russia was part of the group for uh, some years, wasn't it? And uh, the fact that uh, both Russia and China are not there, um, what, what impact does that have? You know, you're right.
1: That's a very important element. The G-8, as it was known, included Russia. And that was an effort to really integrate Russia into the global system. But after Russia moved into Crimea, you know, that southern part where their naval base is in Ukraine, the G-7 kicked Russia out. The Russians were, of course, upset, but said, we quit. So, you know, I think that... um, The absence of Russia, no one is really upset about that because there's such unity against Russia concerning the war. But China and India are major players, and I'm sure there are some in this summit who would say they should be here as well. Is that going to happen? Not likely. But uh, look, it's very important, I think listeners know, that leaders get to know one another. There are not, therefore, going to be surprises if you know people across a table and over a drink or a dinner you're less likely to be surprised by what they may say afterwards so these are these are very positive developments and as you and i were talking 24 hours ago the fact is that on so many matters involving the climate environment nuclear deliberation there are all these preliminary meetings at the ministerial level so this is I think, exceedingly positive.
0: And just in closing, and we touched on this yesterday, how about the personalities of these different leaders? Do they all get on? Does Rishi Sunak, uh, like President Biden, you know, do, do, do the various leaders see eye to eye on a, on a personal basis?
1: Well, you mentioned a couple new ones. I mean, at least Mr. Sunak is new. And Miss um, Maloney, the Italian prime minister, she was actually the first to arrive. She's new. So, yeah, I, they're, they're getting to know each other. Some, of course, go back a, a longer period of time. Uh, Mr. Schultz in Germany, he hosted last year. It's very important that they do get to know one another. And um, so I, I, one has to leave it at that. It's, it's hard for an observer on the outside, even in the press room, to know how, long, how well they're getting on. Uh, the fact is they're all here. They want to be here. You mentioned Mr. Sunak. He plays for the media. He, he was involved in talking to Japanese media at considerable length. So, right. you know, look, it's also important that they uh, that they try to make uh, themselves politically popular.
0: Interesting stuff. We will watch with interest over the weekend. Barry Wood is RTHK's international economics correspondent. He is live uh, this morning from Hiroshima in Japan.